Webway Worldwide. Webway Worldwide. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your late night sybarite, Scott. And I'm your Incubi Stukare. And we're going to host another episode of Dark City Discord. Well, Stu, what's new? Well, shoot. Um, where do we start? Well, there's a lot going on. Uh, I think as we last iterated from our previous episode that the month of July was going to be kind of a hobby month in preparation for August, which is the, what, Paint the Gray Away month? Paint the Gray Away. Yeah, I've been staging everything to <laughs> to get paint on it. Yeah, so we can talk a little bit about that. Um, I know somewhere around the bend you had a, hunker, a hankering for some gene sealer cultists. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whether it's love or hate. I I love biomass smoothies. Oh, there you go. There you go. I don't know. Um, I, I don't, I'm particularly not a meta chaser, but I've always like, I think I've filtered through buying and selling jeans that are cold three times now. It's an immaculate range. Like I wouldn't, even though they were terrible, I wouldn't begrudge you if you went back and grabbed them anyway, but it's just a fun, like, like I also love Necromunda and like, they just like fit Oh yeah, aesthetically like, and like what? How cool is their floor, it, and how terrible it is at the mm-hmm. same time, right? And not to fracture your your uh, psyche over there anymore, but I believe I heard rumors about some Anari. <laughs> well, we'll make it all about you. Look, I've got many, many projects, but let's let's start with Drakari. Let's um, start with Drakari. Um, I w- didn't make it to Show Me Showdown. I just I committed on too many changes rather than just like, I'll just take units that are already painted and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just flopped and, uh, You're, we're in a maelstrom, so to speak of what may be viable, what might not be, albeit we don't have a lot of options as Drukari, but you yeah. look, you start looking at units you wouldn't normally take, you know, that for fun list that we were, you were talking about that had a bunch of, you know, Kronos and Talos in there and you start looking at it again. You're like, well, maybe I don't do all of that. Maybe I like mix in a little bit more of this, a little bit more of that, maybe some more racks and, yeah. Yeah. Essentially I'm going back and reconstructing uh my my pain engines. Your pain engines, yeah. I've been doing a little bit of that myself too. So you know, as mentioned, July was sort of the hobbyist month. And during the month of July, I became quite the homunculus hobbyist as I broke out all what I think I had two Talos kits. I had another Talos that needed some surgery and altercations, as it were, a little bit of flesh crafting magic, some TLC in that in that realm. Uh yeah, we got them all up to speed. And you know, I think last time I mentioned the weapon outfits and saying, ah, twin liquefier guns. I don't know if I need them. No, no. All four of them have it now. <laughs> yeah. I, we, we, we talked about that a lot. Like what having an extra tech with the injector yeah, versus eh. uh, some anti chaff, which I think is a, could be an issue with, um, against some armies like orcs or yeah, it, well, well, it enables you that if you have a raider with some cobalites in there and, and you're going to use your splinter weapons and maybe your shredder and the splinter cannon against say orcs or whatever you know mass infantry necron warriors or something you could have them fire and then you could have your talus go over there and use one of their guns to squirt on that as well <laughs> yeah you know absolutely. have that twin liquefier gun from you know two man squad each one of them firing off and that's just extra comfort to ensure that you're getting rid of that unit yeah so it's you have like the obstacle 2d6 shooting into some small squad that's re-rolling because it's twin linked and then you have your top gun so heat lances haywire yeah i think those are the only two options i would take and then you have your gauntlet that's just like i'll also i'll charge some 
pretty good infantry yeah. and a wound on threes, right? Yeah, it adds a little bit of versatility. I don't think it's the best that anything, like in its in its um, class, so to speak, the walker class or whatever you want to call it, the floater class. Yeah, he's a floater. just won't go down. They're their own thing. They're kind of their own thing. But yeah, when you're looking at it that way, like high tough, higher toughness, a little bit more wounds, some bigger weapons, and maybe some arm options. They're not the best in that realm, but man, they add a lot of versa. They add a little bit of versatility to the army as far as what They're, you can put your forces towards. You know? They're going to be my anti-custodes line. Oh yeah, I guess you can see that. Yeah, because they're winning them on threes uh-huh. and their neg two, putting them at their invuln, and then you just pick up that big golden can and smash it against the ground, and then squirt on it for good measure. Fucking anti-custodes. <laughs> yeah, and if you, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know that already, I implore you to go back to our previous episodes where. You know, you choose to be all these flavors, Stu, and salty is the one that you really just... Oh, man. You bring. But let me... We're just rifting here. Uh, they're, they have a high win rate right now. The custodes? They do. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, we can... Let's depart into that. Because um, I know part of what we want to talk about as well is just holistically where, where Hammer 40k 10th edition is in sort of the, the meta scene. They're in the top four. Top four? Top... Yeah, so it's like uh, Gene Sithercold with like a 67... Then it goes Eldari slash Unari because uh-huh. people are branching into like, okay, I've got three races. Unari, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then Imp- Imperial Knights. Okay. And then it's like Imperial Knights and then Custodes and Chaos Knights are kind of right behind there. And I, so. and I, I, my own reading, I guess you're on the spectrum. You're probably, you probably know this as well. And then other folks out there uh, probably drink this in, but I've seen some of the forces that are getting like a win rate of like 30% or below. <laughs> Yeah, I believe Drakari's in that camp. Um, I it think is. I saw Grey Knights as well. And I think it, for Drakari, it's purely matchup. I think they can deal with Jeans that are cult with just like, I'm going to throw a boat yeah. at you, right? And then I'll emergency disembark and throw the unit that gets out like in somewhere safe or away mm-hmm. um, as a distraction. I, I just think that they have the, the options to blow up their tokens so they're not coming back every turn. Um, That's definitely a strength uh, that they would bring. I mean, we've iterated as much before the 14-inch move, the option to to uh, advance another six on all those raiders like that's pretty hot as well like good positioning I mean, even if you need to like drop your scourge shoot something and then you're firing and fading right you yep. know 14 inches to, to get rid of a token i think that's we have that good option the the concern is is do we double down on a lot of anti-tank which is huge and a concern like knights or is it just like do I go mass anti-infantry? Really hard to squeeze in everything, but... It's easy to make that choice. You're taking Cobblites, though, because they pretty well make it for you. Well, I mean, even a squad <laughs> of three, like... Half down the middle. Yeah. I think one squad could neuter a unit mm-hmm. uh, with full rerolls. Because you got that shredder in there. You have lots of poison, and I'd freaking charge that unit with a boat. Yeah, why not? Here's a question for you, and there hasn't been a determination, or I'm just haven't read in the right spot. If I, because a vehicle is allowed to shoot out, yes, and shooting out also counts for the platform as the vehicle shooting. Okay. If I charge in to tie up a little unit like that, am I going to get to shoot from all my firing points? I believe so. That would that's been in my interpretation of it, and I think we've said as much on previous episodes. Now, I'd be I'd be. I would like to see if there's any uh, pushback on that and sort of the reasoning behind it. But yeah, I, maybe I'm projecting a little bit, but in previous editions, we've always wondered that, like, why can't the Raiders just ride up on everybody, just, you know, tip guns over deck and, and blow the crap out of them? 
Uh, and I think in this case you can't because it, it treats it as if it's the vehicle firing. They effectively take all the guns of their passengers and they're the ones using it. I mean, for the same sort of, uh, yeah, I don't want to go down that road. I, effectively, I was going to iterate that you, you can't utilize any of the buffs from inside. So you, you have to treat it like it's the vehicle shooting out. Like it's all sort of yeah. baked in in a logic chain. It's just good stuff to think about. Absolutely. The other thing that I have, uh, I've played a couple games um, against several players. Um, my second game, I just had a, like a, a brain fart. Um, rereading Power from Bane, you have to designate like, it's like a command phase ability. You have to designate where the power from pain goes before you shoot. Oh, interesting. I didn't catch that. Uh-huh. And that makes the Kronos even better. So I've been baking in three, which is only 150 points. Yeah. Three single guys going out, and they just strategically place themselves uh, with the rest of the units. So you're like, this unit's going to get power from pain. This unit's going to get power from pain. So you have to designate at the beginning of the command phase, which I did not fucking know. And then you get a four up to just get that token back from the Cronus, which, which is mixes very nice. Makes them even more viable for 50 points. Um, they're another good anti infantry option, too. I almost think about taking 300 points worth of them. You do? Well, because they're just like, they're good for cleanse. They're good for just keeping your power from pain going. And uh, 46 like anti-infantry shots ain't bad at strength 5, nick 1. Yeah, it's the start of any phase. So yeah, you have to, at the phase you have Not to go. Not command phase, yeah. but yeah, start it's of still the, like it isn't, you can't reactionally go like, well, that did really well. Well, I need these guys to do that. So go ahead and spend that token, boys. Like, yeah, no, and I was I was just rereading it and I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. so you're right. So you'd fire off and you'd allocate your, your pain points, your power from pain points, and then you roll for each one for the chronos that are you know eligible yeah. within range. And if you get them back, then you can continue allocating. Yep. Yeah, okay. That's cool. Which uh, which I did yeah. multiple times. I was like, oh. I oh, got, yeah, I did it. I got four out of the times. five back. Uh-huh. Like, here's some more pain. You like that spirit siphon? Do you like them tentacles? It was pretty good. Give them the pain. Uh, it was pretty good. And no one wants to shoot the Kronos because they're, they're not... They're, they're kind of not a threat. I mean, they can they can support something. If you sure. if you need to toss them in there and then they go... Blah, 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 blah. And some of their shooting, it's kind of like the twin liquefier gun, but that's like it. That's the model is yeah. as that accessory. Yeah. <laughs> but it's strength five. Yeah. And they're cheap. I mean, I'm, uh, I don't need to build anymore because we're out, we're out of July. We're, we're no longer, I might hit you up on that later, but at, <laughs> I have two. We're out of July. So I don't need to be building any more gray. Uh, but I would, it would be cool to have, you know, I have one already built. Maybe just have a squad of two. Or maybe just three total. I don't I know. I give you those two. I think we'll talk three, turkey after this. Three single ones is the way to go because you disperse them across the army. Uh huh. Like and we can go to the we can go to the flesh market square and, and talk some turkey later if you sure, like. Sure, okay. Sure. We, homunculus exchange yeah. program. <laughs> yes. Do you want these grotesque? They are very big, very nice. I, I grew them from the best stock. These are Kronos. They are like a, they are like the power from pain. <laughs> they like it a lot. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I could see him like when I read the book in my mind, I was seeing kind of like Roman, like little Sicilian like, grabblers <laughs> a little bit. And some just some, you know, like these are the dudes that work with Hemlock. That's why that, you know, they got like the emaciated features. And this is my favorite Corona to Luigi. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a brother, the Talos of Luigi. They're the Luigi's. Yeah, that's good. Never, never leave home without him. I was recently, I was telling somebody about, so, like, trying to describe to them what a Talos is when I showed them the model and I showed them some pictures. I'm like, can you imagine that thing coming up on you? It's like a Prius. You just don't hear it. 
just Ooh. yeah you just maybe hear like the like the hovering as long as he stays under five miles per hour you never hear him <laughs> yeah you never hear him <laughs> but even in the books those things are like like floating around you know like zooming around at their what eight inch movement and shoot like you don't know it until it's on you it's like surprise burn they're just done oh man <laughs> man Brings me back to Nick Kimes. I keep going back to that Nick Kimes uh, Salamander series. Two of my favorite factions in one book. One book, two favorite factions. One book, two. Dude, <laughs> too bad you're not a Word Bearers fan because I have a book to recommend you. You can squirt all over the place. It's like Gene Steeler, Cultists, Gene Steelers in a sense. But the two primary are Word Bearers and Drukari. Oh, God. It's it's the, thir- it's the second book I in like the Anthony Reynolds. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm projecting a little bit. If you're like me... And you love both of those. That's the book for you, and it's good. Like one of the main characters gets captured by the Dark Eldar, and you see how like a really awesome Chaos Space Marine gets his ass out of that. And they don't yeah. they don't undersell it. Like it gets it's it's done well. Yeah, I mean it was it was pretty much like Salamanders rolling up on this death planet that like literally a like if Homunculus had a Christmas party. Yeah, and uh, all the walls were decorated in flesh. That was it. The BYOF, bring your own flesh, like, and. Yeah. It was like that and witches, which is like my favorite combo. So it was essentially like the walls were like Talos and grotesque, and they literally just like oh yeah okay came out of the wall, and they're like oh fuck yeah. And then prior to that, it was just like Hellions and Reaver jet bikes. Like Nick Kime did a good description, and they like they just like there was nothing on the Marine. Docket that could track how yeah fast their aspects can't keep. They're up just with it, yeah. like we're chucking grenades up in the air and hoping that that I love. That's I'm gonna go sign on that. I really like them. That happens in books because in the 40k novels especially because you'll get an appreciation for what power armor can do. The, yeah. the machine spirit with the black carapace, all that all the interesting interaction and how it syncs up with their own sort of uh, genetically enhanced senses, right? Yeah. But you know when you deal with chaos. And the the mechanical aspect of it gets haywire because of the demonic and warp influence, or you deal with Xenos where they're they're effectively doing miracles, like like dangerous, death defying miracles to murder you, and what they can do in in material realm. They, at that point, it's like I can't rely on my aspects. It's like that's where you need a space wolf. It's like oh, I already got my helmet off. Like we're good. Right. You have to start adapting, and that's where they they kind of draw into what makes Space Marines really special. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like rises the with occasion. An iron halo. This chaplain just took like a, a glancing shot from a dark lance, and like all it did was just like evaporate all of his matter on his side. And he's uh-huh. just like, Fuck. and then like an apothecary, carry, apothecary comes up, starts patching him up, and he's like, We can't, we can't, we can't do keep, it right keep now. Go, we, we keep gotta, going, we gotta push. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, This is like, it was only like maybe like six pages, but I was just like, This stuck in my mind forever. And then, yeah, they're like in the homunculus carnival after that, and it was like. And all, all they were after was this, was one relic or a distress beacon, which ended up being a relic. And cool story. We're so off topic, but I love. <laughs> <laughs> you just get pulled away in another realm. It, it happens when you're in Komarog. Like it's just a, it's a it's the risk of uh, hosting I, a show down here. But long story short, long story long. We no. <laughs> have a lot of projects going on. Absolutely, yeah, we do. Um, so yeah, do you, let's let's take this opportunity. Catch breath. Um, next topic to talk about, if if you don't mind, I'm going to touch on the Paint the Grayway month because we have awesome, yeah, some of Let's our boys it. that have been uh, thrown in their lot. Um, yeah, so if you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't recall from last episode, we here at Dark City Discord, or, or more the extension of the sh- you know friends of the show, are doing a little initiative called Paint the Grayway, wherein we take a minimum of hour, minimum one hour each day to 
you know, add some TLC to your pewter models, your gray models, your fine cast resin models, whatever they may be, add some paint to them. Um, invited some of our friends to join us. And so far, the what I think is funny, I, I, I threw out the invitation mid-July just to get folks ready. And immediately there was like photos. We're going to do it now. Yeah, immaculate world eaters uh, from our friend Tyler. Followed by our another friend Kiefer that just he's still pumping out these really cool looking like Death Watch characters. I think he's he'll probably end up using them for 40k, but initially he's a kill team like kill team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's cool like despite them all being black armor, they have character as they should. Like you can look at one and go like, yeah, I know that's a shoulder pad that says it's an Imperial Fist, but it, it looks and feels like an Imperial Fist. It does, and then a touch to hip to his credit too. He's like, I'm gonna go outside my comfort zone. Yeah, Ke- uh, he just specialty is like grime and dirty mm-hmm. and war torn and he does clean. a really good job and he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna do something different which is like I'm gonna paint GW clean mm-hmm. and looks fantastic yeah, everything's everything that people have been putting out is immaculate um, we got Shornal uh, let's keep it Shornal we got him in the channel now so I'm thinking we're gonna <laughs> see some Necromunda models I'm looking forward to that um, personally I've been uh, contributing my fourth Kabbalite which is I'll speak on a little bit sort of the value added in return on this initiative, so to speak. But with this Kabbalite, uh, she's my special girl, first female Kabbalite I'm painting. And I, I paint her in a way where their helmet makes her look like she's a bird. So I'm calling her Deandra D bird attachment. That's what you need. <laughs> look, I've seen it. All your stuff's looking great. I it can't is. wait for you to, I got, I'm just getting a routine where I can get it out faster. I don't get in my own way. And that's kind of what's leading to this. So what I have noticed personally, little, little small things that can make big changes, right? Sure. An hour a day may turn into two or three hours one day. doesn't matter. But even if it's just that hour a day. I think know, even a half an hour. You think, yeah. I, I started it, strong. Hour, boom. But like I can already tell you right now, things that would have taken me two or three days to sort of complete my own way are done. And I got an hour and a half, two hours. Like I'm just I'm on it. And in any idle time where I you know, don't feel like painting, that's where the, the water gets changed. I start moving, rotating colors out. So when I am ready for the next hour, everything's set up. And what what's this done? What this has done? Productivity is like I can see it. It's already gone through the roof. Yeah, and and, and it doesn't feel like a chore. I don't feel the strain like if you had to lift a bunch of weights and you're fatigued. No, it's it's good. No, and I'll tell my little story. I got lay it on us. I got my ankle redone from it exploding playing rugby, and uh, I grew you a new one. I <laughs> like. I, Initially, I was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna play a bunch of video games," and like, I couldn't, I couldn't focus. Uh, whether it was from the pain meds or whatever, I just, I had no motivation. And then, like, I started reading again. <clears throat> I was dedicating my time to reading, which got like, reading 40k novels just gets me. I just want to paint. Yeah, yeah, right. And then, I was like, "You call what? these mnemonic? Oh, they're like cues. Yeah, they're little." The cue will cue you to want to do something else. and I can ride barely walk. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I need to figure out a way to do something. And there was nothing good. To play. I, video games sway for me. Uh, most of the time, I don't enjoy them. Uh, and so I like made a little lab downstairs. And like 30 minutes, I was just like drained, drained. And then long story short, essentially it's the same thing that you've proposed to everybody, which is like... And I've had my own personal struggles lately with just life in general, but uh, it's really helped me. Like it's all about a system, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. It, well, good intentions to say I'm going to paint this. I'll get all that done in this day. 
Those happen to slide. I mean, I think we all try our best, but if you can develop a, a good system wherein you're you're devoting it every day, you know, what it a thousand little cuts, right? That's it's, the Drakari sort of mentality. Yeah. It's the same thing when you're approaching these these larger projects. It stops being a chore and it it becomes a part of you and, a, and then you start enjoying it. Just yeah. like working out. Like the, I remember the first few times going to the gym, I'm like and the next day I'm like, I can barely move. Right. I don't ever want to go back. And I don't want to look at the color red ever again. I'm done painting Kabbalah. And then, and then you're uh, like, I want more. Yeah. This was, this made me feel good. It's a, it's, it's the ascension, the spiral upward, you know, it's good. It's good stuff. Uh, and you mentioned, you said you constructed a laboratory, a nice workspace. It's another sort of a little epiphany. I've, I've kept in the back of my head. That's been rattling around the back of my head, but really manifests itself emerged during the paint the gray away month. So in the process of sort of, moving things around, getting up in the morning. First thing in the morning is what colors am I going to paint this day? I set those aside. I started looking around my, my room where I, where I paint and I'm looking and I see other projects or I know that there's other projects say in this closet stacked up like Age of Sigmar stuff or whatever it might be. And I start thinking to myself, well, in my immediate environment, keep the things that are geometrically in sort of a metaphysical way aligned with the project, right? Like for instance, not to get too weird on it, I'm only painting Dark Eldar, all right? So I should only have in my immediate space dark yellow and paints. Well, if I'm still thinking about stuff that's in the room, get it out. So I start, I, I want, I want full nine yards on that. Like everything's in the storage shed or it's in a case out like further away from the room itself. Firebombed everything else. Yeah. Get so really, here. yeah. And it, and I thought at first it would be kind of restricting, you know, con, constricted a little bit by the, the project itself. Cause I've always been of the mind, like be inspired by what's around you. But no, now that I know what I want to get out of it. I need to be inspired by once I'm in the project, what the project has to speak back to me and not distracted with anything outside of it. There's a multitude of uh, of psychological things attached to that. Oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. And, well, we're not here to unearth my childhood no, trauma. No, no, okay. and, <laughs> no. But I think a lot of folks out there, you, maybe you, if you haven't thought about it, you know, out of your mind's eye and then focus, you know, now that, that that's vacant, you can now focus on something that's, you know, more achievable, more attainable. You're not distracted. There's less noise. Yeah. I think I might have spread myself thin with starting the podcast, trying to do everything else I'm doing on the home front, and we just do an hour a day. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> an hour a day of the of taking care of the family. Yeah, You've right. I've met I met my, my quota. quota a minimum. You want another hour for me? It's eating into my podcast <laughs> and my Drakari time. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> but that's what it's come to. But like watching you, like you putting. Like uh, Scott here's dabbled in off the Kabbalite streets into the homunculus realm and made himself uh, a fantastic detachment of Coven, which I'm like, I had a lot of fun kit bashing that. I yeah. I'm je- I was jealous. I was like, oh man, I didn't think about doing that. Those he made a awesome looking, pretty much chariot for his uh, his racks and his homunculus, and I was like. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I took okay. a, I took a Venom, um, and really the only thing I added to it to make it different, ob- you know, obviously I had the, the rack pilot, and I, I took the carriage, uh, I don't know what you call those, like the brace rails. rails yeah, yeah, the rails. And they're the ones that are a little more pointed and serrated, and they got skulls hanging off them. And then on top of those, I put two of the homunculus racks. So they almost it almost looks like, like, I had, like it's I had, been growing its own spine. Yeah, and it also looks like kind is, of a banner. Yeah. Uh huh. Like so, there's this weird mesh of like where the machine meets the the organic. I just had an epiphany. Oh yeah, thinking maybe I'll chop off the 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 spines and put them like Talos. Tails. Oh, that could be cool. Like green stuff that in. Uh-huh. 
Oh man, you just yeah. gave me some. And uh, the last little touch I added is those homunculus. Uh, I'm sorry, Talos arms that look like uh, chicken wings, right? Yeah. Like a big chicken wing, and they have like syringes on them. And I put those underneath the wings where they sweep out. So if you're looking at it front on, it almost looks like a like an in, like it looks like an X wing a little bit. But you know, to me, that's the blade vein. So that thing sweeps by. They just they stick, and you know, maybe they. I don't know. I'm, it's fun though. It looks cool. I'll eventually paint it. Flesh crafting. Yeah, it do, it does look like because uh, I only have that's one homunculus, a unit of five racks. I have the four Talos, and that's really it for like what I would work on for that. Like, and again, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're we are edging closer towards Crusade. So these sort of ideas of characterization and having very unique, like your guys kind of special boys approach is it, we're, you're definitely being inspired to do that. I think. Yeah. I'm motivated to, I mean like my, I've got a tote full of stuff and it's just like, what could I make now for crusade? That's unique while I make uh jeans to the cold too. <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, Jesus are Colts just look awesome by themselves. But I would love to really kitbash an Archon and make, like, I've got some, I've got some fantastic ideas with, like, a, like a claw from a rack. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. And then um, having the, his. Uh, and he's extending, Stuart's extending out his right hand in case he doesn't have the rack. Kit, no, that the hand reaching claw, yeah. I've got an arm that's sheathing a sword, and I was thinking maybe I could just sh- have him like hold back the his uh, husk like back, back, yeah, yes, yeah. uh huh. And then I've got some uh, that almost looks like the picture of Vect from the right, the, that's yeah. what exactly what I was thinking. He's using the soul trap, everyone's <laughs> instead of a soul trap, he's just got like this, hum- yeah. like this, some kind of relic hand, or he's yeah. been oh, it's the, the thing could be the glove he's wearing, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, anything. Mm-hmm. It's got and enough then, detail, uh, you can really paint it up differently. Nice gold color or something, you know. And then I've got some capes from the Corsairs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got some great ideas for Cru- Crusade. Um, and I've got I've got it all, like, ready to go with some green stuff. I'm s- but I'd like to kitbash Corsairs and Cobblite Warriors for my... Uh, if you run out of uh, Dragon Cloaks, the... The reptilians let me know I have a fair amount of sea dragon cloaks. It will take a little bit of work, but not a lot. I've done it with at least two models from I don't, the uh, Dark Elf line. I don't. I don't need. I want uh, individuality, not continuity. When it comes to this crusade, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Yeah, like, but if you're thinking like I want a unit where they're all like you know collar popping like you know fifties greasers, but it's dragon cloaks and they're like <laughs> sup, like smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Maybe if they do Trueborn again when the Codex comes out, and I'm, yeah. I, to be, you know, and this is just the hobbyist in me. I almost think like, screw them. They don't need to do Trueborn. Just make. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. One of my Cobblet units is going to be painted up and characterized as if they're Trueborn. Like that's going to be the unit that rolls with the Archon if he decides to go with one. You know. Yeah. Be cool because I'm. They have to bring him back, right? I I hope so. <laughs> but I mean, like, even taking like why not to detour don't... into a sour thought and get salty about it. But why... I'd like to think they will. They being GW. Do they restrict? certain unit types with others. I get that they could potentially be broken, but then don't either do it or don't do it. Yeah, do it or don't do it. Come on. Like an Archon with just Cobblet Warriors is stupid. Mm-hmm. Like he's a melee guy, reroll everything, right? Why can't I do... I mean, like I would actually take Incubi. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, well, that is yeah, very self-apparent. For anybody that knows anything about Dark Eldar, give me the Incubi to go with the Archon. Yep. So, yeah, freaking bodyguard for Archon. Anyways, we talked about that a lot. 
Let's talk about some... Oh, real quick, back to your predicament, though. I still think you can get away with doing your Jukari and your Gene Sealer Cultists. You'll just have to do like three hours in a day and an hour minimum on each and then split the difference between the three. <laughs> I am not a big fan of the co- contrast. It just doesn't click in my brain. It doesn't look good when I paint it on, but I think... You're going to make one of them a contrast army? I think... You can get... Jeans There's a tech D to be, it. Uh, there, no, there is. And, and I myself, my own little journey of painting, I try to brush control, knowing how much medium to put with the contrast, and you can get some really cool effects, like uh, good foundation. Yeah, and my history is just good base color and then washing. Right. And then I'm dragging and filtering out and pooling where I want it to go. I have more control over that. But I'd like to try the contrast with the Gene Sealer cult. Maybe we can do that together um, some point. I have all those Chaos Cultists. That's going to be my contrast army, quote-unquote. Yeah, Perfect I have for 30 that. Neophytes okay. and I got, 30 Alpha. I got like 100 of them. I almost said something else. I got 100 of them Cultists. I already said the F word. The F word. <laughs> okay. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, paint your models. Get motivated. Yeah, please join us and paint your models. Um, if you if you know us IRL and you want your stuff featured in the channel, you want to join, please reach out. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I think we'll if we get the consent of these bros and this is a good program at the end of the month or if it extends out, I'd like to gather this up and do a formal showcase. Just throw it out there. Everyone's impression. And oh, I forgot to mention Tyler also posted some Imperial Fists that look pretty dope. He yellow is not an easy color to tame, and between him and Kiefer, they're like crushing it. Yeah, everybody's like Speaking of which, Kidney Stone, if you're listening, where in the frack are your models? I know you've been diligently getting them up, but come on. <laughs> show us. Show us what you've got. Yeah, everybody. Show us what you got. Um, it's all about uh, getting a system going and then aiming it away and making it look good. Because frankly, I need a, yeah, I need the motivation. I need to feed off of your guys' energy so I can complete this army and move on to the next one, which I'm fairly certain at this point is going to be Necrons. I'm trying to give you some motivation. I'm going to get my racks oh, you done. Got that. You're, you, your trying has been successful. Uh, I'm on. I'm making good progress. I'm not at the point where I'm banging back. out multiple models like in a day or three days or whatever, but you compare how long it was taking me to do one or two to the progress I'm making now and the comfortability. Like It's just... It's not... Hang on, I got to... I don't want to get the thing on the thing. Let me be careful. It's just, and we're good. Okay, next color. And you're, just, you're almost like you're juggling. Yeah, man. Uh, it, I'll slow down my chrono perception like I'm a Necron, and I can just appreciate I've it. I've dialed down to what's the fastest. It's the five five guys. Five guys, you're rotating that color on all five of them. Go to the next one. Get 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 all the colors that that applies to. Hit them all up on the five. I'm getting close to that. Four, five, and then you're, you're rotating in. So the, to, to sort of touch on that for a second. Um, there might be different schools of thought in painting. Um, so I kind of want to explore that. So you call that what the assembly line kind of painting approach. Yeah. I'm getting closer to that, but every model, and I think it's because I picked 10 cobalites that when I kit bashed them, I used a lot of different stuff, but every model is like its own dance. It's like, it's like, it's, kinda, they do have the different lines and stuff, but you can still like, like, well, I guess what I'm, I'm saying is like, I know how to do my red and my green, but for me to do the, my mind kind of is still in that space where I'm, I'm, it's like one-on-one, like just you and me until we're done you know like no but, but to your point like I, I you know i think by the end i'm done with these 10 of them i'm gonna be very easy like we're hitting all your guys' red we're hitting all your guys' green i mean that when you probably comes with comfortability like well and when you first start an army like i either pick out one of my favorite models that i want to paint mm-hmm. or i do like like one or two different 
guys. Just plebs, from, yeah. They, yeah, yeah they can, and they think can about how I'm going to do skin, in the crowd. I'm going to do this. And then I build a format. I actually write it down, like, what my colors are used. And then I go to town. That's good thinking. That's smart. I had a, speaking of representing, like, physical space to motivation and keeping your mind on target, I had to buy a whole separate paint rack just to put the paints for the project in front of me. I'm fairly certain I had room between my storage and my other paint rack, but I was like, no, 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 no. No, I do like your, I do like that paint rack. I, mine uh, just exploded in, in my, our latest move. <laughs> um, I went to pick it up and it went. Pretty much. <laughs> I put wood glue on the PDF board and I don't know what happened. It just Who like, knew the half-life of wood glue meant it would blow up? <laughs> Be careful out there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Allegedly blow up. Allegedly, it's what happened. But uh, let's bring it back to actual mainstream 40K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had enough talking about how we're trying to get there. Let's get there and get it got. I want to talk about some of the changes and the fact that no one, even with some of these changes, that uh, their win rates are just fine. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about the, some examples. the effects of Fate Dice. So instead of having unlimited access to Fate Dice, it's once per face. So you get one in movement, one in... Mm-hmm. Shooting, assault, well, charge. Charge, then assault. Yeah, Yeah. so you can do another one for charge. Their win rate's just fine. Turns out when you shoot somebody with a Wraith Knight (laughs) and you want max damage on your six, yeah, it's like, whoop. I only need it this round. You know, everything else I'll just roll on. Who cares? I gotta, I gotta, I guess I could spend a strategy and get another reroll and like, you know, yeah. They, they look, Raise the points across the board on everything that had towering, which was I thought was just odd. Like an orcanaut is not uh, top tier, ladies and gentlemen. But let's go ahead and tack on another hundred points for no reason. It's the towering, yeah. Because they don't. I don't. I think they they want to have that rule be part of the sort of holistic meta of forty k. Guess what? A fourteen inch move knight didn't have a problem with a sixty by forty four table, right? Right. Getting the line of sight that they needed. Yeah, it is an interesting approach. Um, I haven't played against it yet. I don't have models that can do that. Uh, but I'm fairly certain after I get into the mix, I'll probably hate it too. But it, well, it's just like unless I have a L, which is like a competitive uh, piece, just line of sight blocking, or I have uh, bottom floor blocking stuff it's like they can just shoot everything that they want so mm-hmm. why would you propose that versus they're still going to get to shoot me right. i still have to take objectives i still have to play the game just like they do i'll just get the advantages i'm not toughness 12 right is it because i is the rationale because most things regardless of where they're on the table can generally see a knight so it's like i can see you if can I'm see st- me like if i'm behind ruins and uh, I can't see it. I'm I'm talking. I know I understand with that particular instance with the terrain, but I'm just thinking just outside of that, like what your model can see, true line of sight wise. Is that, I'm just trying to again. I'm not trying to give anybody the benefit of the doubt, but like explore the rationale behind Games Workshop thinking why towering is okay the way it is. Well, if they would have just made the knights the same rule as everybody else, which is if you're behind the the line of sight blocking terrain, you can't shoot it. Mm. But there was like, oh, I can see his shoulder pad. I can shoot it. Yeah, okay. So it was a little bit of a disadvantage, but then just make the rule applicable to everybody else. Like he moves out and shoots somebody, he's hanging out. So I can shoot him back. Not the other way around where like, 
I can always see him. I mean, aesthetically, you know, narratively, that seems better. Like, yeah, I can always see it a knight that's just ginormous and is towering over a city, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to shoot at it, but as the game goes, it's not healthy. When when knights are in the top five, it's never a good game. <laughs> in my opinion, like... Yeah, you think so? I didn't buy... You think they don't deserve to be in the top five? I, I mean... You got to be, be careful of the line you're walking there, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. It seems to attract, attract a certain player type. You know, there, there's a reason why uh, people don't play like Gene Sither Colt right now because of the 67% win rate is because it's painting a horde army. Right. I don't have to paint eight models. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's painting like 800. Yeah, the, there is a, such a, I mean, no offense to everybody in the metal world, but you this. You can't meta bounce to right. a horde army like you can a knight. Is it that important though to be the best? When you're playing competitive, you want to win. Sure. And but at what cost? To your pocketbook, to your sanity, to your color palette. <laughs> I mean, some of these guys don't even paint their stuff; they just pay somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. AKA, like when Harlequins came out last edition in LVO, the the top eight were Harlequin players, and they all had the same paint job. They sent it off to the same person. He's like painting it up. It's like they had different colors, but it was the same thing. And it was like, okay, well, cool. That's hilarious. Like, that's how much these people want to win, which is fine. That, that's your thing. That's fine. Okay. So back, sorry, back to the Eldar. So yeah, the fate dice change hasn't really impacted them that much in the win ratio like no. at all. Okay. They raised fire prisms to 150, which is still a, a snag. Night spinners to 170, which is like, an, it's still a no brainer. Ignoring line of sight, 2d6 shots with devastating wounds with full re-rolls. Um, turns out it's pretty good. I yeah. need three sixes out of 2d6 to blow up uh, like a Harlequin transport or boat or gunship. Like out of 2d6 shots and I'm re-rolling everything. Yeah, I would say that if you want to stay competitive, the, the approach then to Inari is probably a sound one. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you want to lay on some of that gravy, some of what you were cooking with that, or is that something you keep close to the chest in preparation for? I don't think a lot of people have thought about some of the things that I. Okay, so you're going to keep it. Down. I'm. You could just post the show after you go to your tournament and be like, you know. <laughs> I have to paint all that stuff. That's the problem. I have a lot more Drakari. No, I, that's the invitation, not the problem. I know. I know. I at this next tournament, I almost want to just like, I want to take my two Void Ring bombers. Yeah. Okay. I want to take all of my Reavers. I want to take all Metallos. I want to take Take all- that kind of your old list and just see how it rolls. Yeah. Yeah, do it. Absolutely. I think- That'd uh, be such a good way to see, like to feel and know what's changed, not just to hypothetically read it and go, well, that, you know, because we can all do that anyway, but like to get tire on the road, you know, do it. Yeah. See how rapid ingress with Wadenrain Bombers would Rubber, work. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just see what, play my old 2K painted up list- Right, and then uh, splash a little scourge because I never had I had scourge, but they weren't uh, they were table ready, but not completely done. So get those guys all done. Yeah, it's probably a good play. Low hanging fruit. That's also another thing. Back to the painting the great. You know, take advantage of small victories. So crush those. Like get that two thousand. I think that's a great idea, actually. Um, and just I think I would enjoy getting best painted as much as anything else, and then then paint up my ten scourge, and then shift to a display case. Or display, <laughs> which I have. I've 
airbrushed them. But what if you crush and you're like, you sweep somehow, right? Somehow. All right, you crush, you sweep. They're not going in the display case. They're staying up. They're like winning boys. Well, not just, uh, no, like a like when you go to uh, an event, they'll. Oh, oh okay. Okay. A display, I see what you're saying. Like a display, like part of, because then it's my Dracaria Mad Max mm-hmm. vibe, right? Mm-hmm. So I painted up like a Road Warrior. Uh, you should just call them the Cult of the Mad Skies. Ooh. Yeah. That's not bad. It's not bad. That's. I want, I want to jot that down. I got it for you. Yeah, you jot it down. Jot it down. You jot it down. Okay. I'm jotting it down. I was thinking the cult of the flayed sun to kind of throw it around. And I want to hearken my or cover cabal of the flayed sun, so we could we could have a little we could play off each other. Yeah, like the sun has been skinned. It's the it's the red sun and the mad sky. It's like ooh, <laughs> ooh. yeah, goosebumps. Yeah, it's all that solar cult stuff. If you know your Drukari lore out there, but but essentially just stuff. a road and it like it's like Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Now they look cool. I mean we we gush over them every time you bring them up, but they look good. But uh, that would actually alleviate a lot of stress and not having to worry about painting everything. The only thing would I would really want to get done is the twin liquid fires on everybody. Yeah, use that uh, achievement, that accomplishment to fuel the next project, progress towards the next project. Yeah. You got to work with the forces unseen. You know, you can't work against them because they'll, they'll, they'll chew your ass up and spit you out. Yeah, this is very true. That means just liquid fires and scourge I'd have to get done, which is awesome. Yeah. And then throw down... Uh, Incubi and Drizard and see how they do. Ooh. Maybe a five-man unit with him. I'm, I think him and a Venom with five could be fun and doesn't cost a shitload, but... I think that the Incubi should go down to like 13 points. That would be, yeah, they would be better set there. I mean, as we know, I think melee across the board has taken a hit. But I, I don't know. Are there yeah, any the, melee lists? Well, like melee have we armies talked about the, this? Like... A little bit. We have. We have a little... Like, we've touched on it, but I'm curious now because you're now hitting into the metrics of like who's winning... And who's losing? Are there melee armies in the top tier? Like custodes? Oh, I mean, I, but they do a little bit of everything. Like they're gonna they do everything really well, right? And right. They're but tough. it isn't because they are melee that they're winning. I guess it's so like oh, like go to world eaters or or um, they get to change their little kata at the beginning of the phase. Yeah, that's cool. So they can fight first. So like I charge in. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They fight first. Oh, my melee unit that I charged them like, with, like, is like just blood dead. angels or or things of you know something that's more tooled towards having a melee niche. Are those lists? Doing well? No, no, I didn't think. Okay, that no. that that kind of confirms my suspicion. But when when line of sight shooting is good in an edition, mm-hmm. then it's not good for. It's melee. almost a self evident question when you're like, "No, Eldar didn't take a hit from the the fate die change." And I'm like, "Did melee? Or how points. are melee units?" It's like, "Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> they don't have to see you to shoot you, and they could choose a day." Like, yeah, okay. And, and guess what? So not only do I have an ignore line of sight, I have phantasm, mm-hmm. which is. As good, if not better, than than uh, fire and fade, because I'll throw my unit out, snag an objective, and then you position yourself to shoot that unit, and I'll spend two CP on Phantasm to move them out of the way where you can't shoot them. Yeah, yep. It's a better reaction than it's like. Be, it's I, here's tough. my trap card. We're playing Magic: The Gathering again, mm-hmm. and Eldar have it. Like, why did that exist? On top of everything else. And then I am pigeonholed into adding my Archon to a Cobblite Warrior squad. Again, it's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, don't don't get wrapped around the axle too much, but <laughs> I've, I understand. I'm, I'm going to, because I can't run like a 16-man a squad of court, I'm going to figure a court 
He's going to join something. He's going to join something, yeah. I'm going to come out. Lethal hits, full rerolls. I think that's... that's that walk off the table, or walk onto the table, that isn't bad. I. It's funny, in my mind, I keep playing over... With a know, negative one to wound. Like, yeah. I had and it's all timing. You know, when, when do you do it? What it you know, what's going on? I think it really could be a game winner, or at least enough that it positions you in a Taoistic approach to take advantage of all stuff to win that game. It's a it's strategic yeah. and uh, cutthroat at the same time. It has to be perfect, otherwise it's worthless. If I come in and shoot at something and it doesn't have an, a good impact, then it's not worth it. Then I need to be able to withstand shooting coming back, which I'll throw negative one to shoot, mm-hmm. negative one to wound on them. Like I had full guard rank and like four artillery units shoot them, and I lost like eight Coblite Warriors because they couldn't see me, so my Coblite Warriors were actually saving on threes. Nice. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's also a cool opportunity, some, some neat models to paint, and if you were so... Uh, blessed enough to actually still have those, or oh, you didn't man. sell them off because they're gone. You go on eBay and look for anything that's court, like whew, gone, maybe gone. Make some friends, somebody that can three D print. And there's some really cool variants out there for sure. I made mine. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got. I had I everything but the Medusa. You know, that's the one I was missing. Um, thankfully, a friend of ours able is going to be hooking me up. Some pretty cool looking stuff. But I made my Sliss uh-huh. and from Sisters of Cain. Yeah, the Daughters of Cain. Those look really cool. Daughters of Cain. By the way, like. I know you and I had the slits that were fine casts, and those aren't bad. And you can kit bash them, have different arms and stuff. But I, I really like, and I hope they come out with a, a plastic slit that takes you know beats and notes from the daughters again. It's just an obvious move. But I basically took the snake, like the snake bottom half, the Medusa. That's what they're called. Yeah. Took two uh, witches' torsos, oh, stacked yeah, them on top right. of each other, and then gave them four. Wait, arms. do they have four boobs? They do. Nice. Every one of them has four boobs. They look like snake cow like thing. That's very slanesh. That's very slanesh looking. I, I know. Wow. Let me uh you can keep rifting and I'll show you a picture close up of the four boob slits. Yeah, so some yeah, and I have a, I did build a two thousand point list. Um as we embark upon crusade, I think we're gonna start at a thousand points. The option, of course, to accrue reinforcements, which will be more like uh, sideboard units or things you need to rotate in if say a unit uh, within the original thousand points gets wounded or whatnot. Uh, but, you know, then maybe we grow that out. But I have a couple of 2,000 point lists wherein I have a Court of an Archon and it's your 16 man squad. And I am really looking forward to sort of thematically painting up 10 Cobblites that are like the Trueborn to go with. Yeah, that looks really cool. Um, to go with the, that court. Um, they all have four boobs. They do all have four boobs. I thought if I'm going to go down that and They got route. Their, their hunting dog, Urgles, there sniffing, <laughs> like ready to. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm. I miss my eight-man court. All right, so tentatively, priority, you have your 2,000-point list that you're going to f- tool up and finish painting the Scourges and the twin liquefier guns. That's pretty much it. What, I think what, what after that, then, from a painting? Because I think you'll blow through that pretty quick. And not to say you need to hit the next one after that one's done, but um, you, do you go after I, the Gene Sealer Cultist then? No, here's one thing that I've really... I guess you like, see what 1,000 points that looks like and see if that's worth... It's a lot... And I'm ta- I'm taking some of the like I want to take battle lines because they just regenerate for free, um, but I don't want to take like a full eighty neophytes and a full thirty uh-huh. alkalite hybrids. I kind of want to maybe thirty alkalite hybrids because that's the thing that's gonna it's a kill all unit, right? Um, but I think I want to dabble in some more of their vehicles. 
Yeah, those they look cool too. They look cool. Mr. Mad Max over here. Now you got the wheels to match the the, right. the, the air. Yeah. For sure. Um I wanna I competitively I have just painted Raiders and I didn't paint the crewmen. I think that that's gonna be my You're gonna go back and do that? I'm gonna Yeah. Let's do it together. Because I'm after these ten, I'm gonna do a Raider. So we'll yeah, that'd be fun. Okay. Because I think by the time you get all the stuff you're talking about done, I'll be ready to do <laughs> I want to have people hanging off. Yeah, it looks it's wanna, so cool. It is. And uh I I mean I have all those models and I have them put together, cleaned and primed and based. Mm-hmm. They're ready to they're ready to paint and like I was thinking I'll even kit bash some more with some Corsair yeah. stuff. Yes, like, there's a lot having of- a guy with like a shredder hanging off uh-huh. like one one arm gun in it, like or the agonizer that's like coiled up, yeah. yeah like they're gonna like grab somebody on the Com- way by. Yeah, competitively, it's not the best because it's like you always have that jackass that's like, listen, I can see, I can see this right. thing, I can see this thing, I see their butt. Can I shoot their butt? I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna shoot it because I can see this thing. I can off. see their big nose. I give him the slow blink, and I'm like, uh, you go right uh, ahead there, bud. Okay, all right, buddy. Yeah. Okay. At that point, you just go, F it. Everything's in a Raider. Everything's deep striking in. Turn one. That's where your shit's at. Cool. Turn, I'm coming in where I want. Spray. Yeah, there's no restrictions. I on don't it. believe so. I keep digging for it. It's your uh, strategic reserves at restriction. But deep strike, they're like, I'll just keep two okay. squads of Talospec there. And yeah. you're not going to blow me off with indirect fire with my three up, right. six up, five up. That's I guess that's sort of the magic I'm looking at. That thousand point list that I, I concocted for Crusade, everything can deep strike in. I mean, it's effectively three Ravagers and three Raiders. I can't deep strike Talos, but I could reserve them. You could. They reserve the right to come in strategically. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, lots of stuff. Um, I've kind of challenged I'm, the approach, but maybe instead of Gene Slur cultists after this project, you can start painting some of the Eldar that might be in an Inari list. Here's the thing. Oh, no, hang on. Fire. Yep. I, spill the be- I won't this. spill the beans. Yeah, you can keep it close to the chest. I'm I'm going to do the Yunari list. I think it's going to be good because I don't see foresee Eldar, Yunari, and if Harlequins, they get hit with the hit. well, if they do get hit with the nerf stick, though, you still can rest back on the laurels of having the Drakari models that you've already kept near and dear. Albeit yeah. it's not as many as I remember, but again, I'm not going to spill the beans. We'll- I actually uh, took advantage of the market and sold my uh, fire prisms. Really? I sold them for 180 on eBay. Okay, a yeah. piece. Talk about take advantage of the market. I, someone wanted to pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. I had three of them. I was like, oh, well, there's there's the rest of my jeans that are cold army. Yep. I was like, I can buy those back when they're 60 bucks. I uh, I sold those. I sold the weapon platforms for double the price. I, it was just like, I went on eBay, and I sometimes I'll shop the local stores and just be like, they have a ton of these sitting around. Uh, maybe make days worth of pay. I don't want to be that guy, but... GW is the one pushing this. There's consent involved. I mean, there's people, it's not like you force the person to spend their money on no nothing on the thing either. Yeah. You know, I was just like, wow, people are paying 180 for a fire prism. Okay, sure. And you 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 know come to that bridge and go, am I going to use this? No, not as much as this guy thinks he needs it more than I do, and he's willing to pay that. Perfect. That's win win. Yeah, and so, but it is unfortunate that the the grapple it is GW though. Going back to your point is like we have limited supply. Deal with it. Do you really? So, did here's deal with it. Kind of off topic from 40k, but kind of not. Did you know that GW was under lawsuit for uh, 
manip- market manipulation on their own stuff. I did not know that. Alleg- allegedly. I don't want to get allegedly, lawyers involved. Correct. And, uh, <laughs> I believe you though. Allegedly it came to, it was a guy who didn't want to represent. He wanted to be, he wanted to represent himself. Mm-hmm. He had, a, he had every bit of the, uh, evidence base, but the judge in California said, I'm not going to run the case unless you have a, a lawyer because this is a multi-million dollar company. And he was just like, I don't need a lawyer because I have I have everything ready to go. Oh, you can represent yourself. That's- and uh, they threw it out because of him not re- and him not getting a lawyer. You but- lack Esquire, your name. You do not <laughs> need to represent yourself in a court of law. Essentially... <laughs> Find someone anointed by the God Emperor of Games Workshop. If I if I withhold items and make certain things more viable because I'm changing my rule base and then I'm selling things, it's a it's like insider trading slash market manipulation, yeah. which is we, what is GW doing there? Yeah, exactly. like, we can put you in queue to have an adeptus administratum representative assigned to your case. What they're trying but to you do? You cannot represent yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I mean that's are they doing that? I feel like they do. I mean they can basically so in economics and uh just generalized sales an item it doesn't matter what it is unless it's like uh a necessity like underwear and socks like you're always going to need underwears and underwear and socks. I don't know about that, but I'll take your word for it. Well, <laughs> underwear, socks, shoes, things like that. Um, an initial approach to the market, you're, you sell out max sales within the first six to seven weeks. You're, most of your sales are. And it's true. Other than, uh, automotives is another, is another example. And this is all my you know, masters. In- <laughs> yeah, your previous life is a, a flesh market trader. Yeah. Right. Um, a merchant of the flesh stalls. Yeah. So essentially everything starts losing its like massive economic impact after that six weeks. You know, people still buy it. Um, the other, they're the creating other, like false. Okay. Sorry. I'm what they do to, to stop that. And uh, the other thing is shortage. Shortage. Yeah. Shortage. So like PlayStations was another one that like mm-hmm. we did in our economics class. Uh, basically shortage so what you know every time they came out with a new release date or a new like big bunch like hey we're releasing this on this date with you know they sell out so they can match sales um it could be a tactic or it could be if uh base of or something yeah a, a, neglect a, yeah or market manipulation yeah so what gw does is instead of creating a new item what we need to sell these marines so what do we do we just change rules yeah, 100%. They've, that's been their MO for a while. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're on that four-year rotation for every edition. But to... to I'm sure 11th edition's already done while they're still trying to fix 10th. <laughs> which is funny, which is why, like, it's how true it is when you have line of sight. Like, we've, we spent all of 9th edition fixing line of sight, and then we just bring it right back. Mm-hmm. But it was just interesting to come to that epiphany, like, in my globalist economic... Yeah. Course. And I was like, these, these motherfuckers. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, it's funny because the consent is that if you're buying into the game and the gravel and you want to be part of the meta chasing tail, then you are subject to sort of this manipulation. I mean, I don't think anybody's really a victim here. No, no. I mean, that's, 
It's, and that's sort of the interesting take on it is like, if, if you're like us, maybe it is a better time enjoyed with friends and a crusade approach. Maybe, you know, you're not the compulsion to want to get led through that. <laughs> I like stomping people into the ground competitively too. Oh it's, yeah. It's who, fun. Who doesn't, um, but you got to weigh that. It's like, do I want to become part of the beast? The beast that's part of the market? Like, yeah. am I going to be champing at the bit to buy the model that, you know, yes, like three weeks ago was worthless, but now is like valued like gold. Like, you gotta be kidding me that's insane but yeah they they're effective at it they i bought those fire prisms off of buddy for 35 bucks a piece yeah yeah exactly exactly i mean 150 on a fire prism right. so you think the economical end is nigh stuff like this is just so rapidly occurring well here's the other thing is they the the <laughs> brexit thing that mm-hmm. happened to gw so essentially gw um Per the EU rules, they had to come up with twenty percent of itemized itemized things in a box, uh-huh. which can conclude instruction rules. So most of GW's production is like just paper. Yeah. So rules and bases as like one of their two things that they contributed into like a box to 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 account for the twenty percent. Right. Mm-hmm. Then they would have like five or six different modeling manufacturers across. Asia, Hungary, Germany, and everywhere else to make their models. And then they would get them all from different areas and then put it in a box. And they're like, oh, we made it. We can send it out from the EU with little money invested yeah. on the product. But now because of Brexit, they're like, uh, you're part of the world economic uh, economy now. Now you have to pay Germany an actual percentage uh, for yeah, what the product's pass, worth. And they pass those costs down onto the customer, absolutely. Yeah, and it's like, okay. And so now they're like, I've, I, there's like items where they're telling their retailers like three to six months. Yeah, I've noticed that. There's a lot of uh, re, like big, like we, we've we probably talked about this already. Um, so at risk of saying it again, I'm going to say it again. Say it again. We'll just steer right into it. But the Lionel Johnson release, I mean, you have a loyalist Primark that next to Reboot Gilliman alone is the probably the primary or, or second most talked about who's going to return. Yep. You know after Gilliman came back, you're going to unearth this guy. So it's like, it's not like it was a surprise. Like, oh, we didn't know everybody would be interested. We didn't make enough. Okay, maybe that's the the play devil's advocate. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the benefit that's of the doubt the there. That's the NBC narrative that right, they want but, to play. But, but you know, that happens the first time. Sure. And then they come out with them, the single release, and it happens again. How do you... I think what happened, you know what? The, the machine is moving forward and all the different teams that say, we got to have this model made, that model made release here. They're not talking or it's to the benefit of GW. Well, if it does fall flat on their face, fuck it. We know how many we're going to sell. They're going to sell out. and We're going to be able to sell them even more on internet. Correct. They that might is be exactly what it is. Do we think they're the eBay vendors allegedly as well? They might be. They might be. Yeah, I think but I, I kid you not. I went when the second release of... Got to make sure we have enough Lionel Johnsons for influencers as well. Sorry, go ahead. Yes, make sure we give it to the influencers for free. Uh, I went to 12 different GW, like, not GW, but Games Workshop storefronts to look for Lionel Johnson. And guess what? The only ones that had it were actual... GW specific yeah, stores. stores. Yeah, yeah. They don't. The brick and mortar guys are like, eh. And if you go online, that doesn't exist either. So it's like, well, who, who are bots buying all this? So they're either who gonna, controls the bots? You know, well, they are these shell companies owned by Citadel. Well, and what's funny? <laughs> Allegedly, is they said that the Q <laughs> will fix the bots. I'm like, no, Ooh. you're you're retarded if you think that's right. The, no, the Q will ensure the bots get the job done while paying customers are going to have to pay more on eBay like what, later. What yeah. world have you lived in where you didn't hear about like the the bots? problem with sony playstation 5s like right like oh 
I'm going to put a queue up and target and, oh, they're sold out before we even click the start button. And, you know, lo and behold, I think Dark Angels are in some of the bottom tier compared to other Space Marines. They are, but that's an awesome model, so people still want it. Yeah, and what's weird, though, because they're... they're Okay, lore-wise, they're a very shooting one, but the, the, the rules don't match it as well. So I guess no, you just take them, as a gladius, combat, take, yeah. take them as Gladius Task Force and just say, F it. Um. <laughs> I would. <laughs> yeah. It's such a weird time. I feel like this is more of a beta... Oh yeah, than ever any Even other more than eighth edition almost. Yeah, yeah. than eighth, any eighth. other edition where ITC comes in and makes up eighth, right? And and like they even jump apart and say, hey, we're going to do tournament rules specifically for eighth edition, and the GW is on board with it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Went better than what this is. So my question to you, Scott. Oh yeah. Uh, what do you think that they'll do with shortages? Do you think that like we have the Marine book coming around, right? So. I was talking to a GW store owner. I'm like, are they going to honor the release date with all these shortages? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. Right. He, he pretty much said, I don't know what's going to happen, but I can tell you an interesting thing that could happen. And this is more in the longevity. Let's say this, this cadence keeps up. We have our four year release of an edition. Sure. You have your codices release somewhere they're in. And you also have new models that are supposed to support that. What you're going to see are less model releases and more content paper releases to fill that gap. Um, you'll probably see repackaging of models that you already can get are as specialty games. Because I think what they probably have control over is, can we throw together a board, some punch outs, take advantage of what makes you know kickstart board gamers crush. And that's I think that's what they'll do. They'll repackage it. But what will be interesting is They've already- when 11th edition comes out and most of the armies don't have a lot of new models or like one or two. Like even worse, so like you're gonna see that fatigue only increase if they don't write that ship. Yeah, like you'll expect to see a Primark, some new marine I'm not models, seventy five dollars for a five man squad of of, right, of whatever grotesque, right? But yeah, and you might get that. Like I think you'll get single releases just so they can continue having both Age of Sigmar and Warhammer Forty K have new releases and you know battle for middle earth whatever else you know they can so just so they can keep the four year rotation yeah yeah. keep the four year rotation and they have market space and sort of uh, market visibility like people can see oh they do all these things not that if you zero in on warhammer it's like yeah but you're only unless you're playing marines or in this case uh pick one army per edition they'll get a bunch of new models yeah necrons from the last one um but with the supply chain issue or supply chain sorry with the i don't even call it supply chain issue whatever is causing the delays and the shortages they're going to burn out. They're climbing a rope on fire. Effectively, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I. I don't want to laugh at him when it happens because it's going to impact all of us. But frankly, I'm I'm, I'm resting on my laurels and being very thankful I have an they army have, like Dark Eldar. They have the stupid uh, membership to what I don't know anymore. Like it was like, oh, we're going to release a video every week and have some cool like stuff. I mean, that doesn't exist. Well, that brings me to the next topic. Are you ready to pay for the Warhammer 40k App? list builder? Yeah, which will be inclusive to Warhammer Plus. So I think they're trying to add more incentive to bring you into that. they've announced that they're not going to have codex rules for free. Yeah. So you have to pay for a codex and do the same bullshit that they, we did yeah. last time, which was like, I'm going to put in my code and have it put on an app so I can read all my rules. And you can't even like, really read it. It's so not it's even, like, yeah. Yeah, we're back to subscription jargon i was really let's I take was re- i was really sad when i put in that code and didn't have a pdf oh my lord i was like what and everyone's like well, did you just buy it on the no 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 i'm like fuck get out of here give me a pdf of your of the same thing you shipped to china yeah so i can read it better right come on 
I thought that's what buying it had the code. What like? No, it, it's like nope. no. You have access to rules that were just like that are slapped together worse than third party guys that do it on you know labor of love or whatever you know incentive they have now because I'm sure they have a big customer base. But so I think that's going to be their their model. How is, is Battlescribe doing, by the way? It's it's uh, coming to an end. Yeah, that's what I, I, th- I figured. Okay. Well, you you stopped divide and conquer. Citadel's at it. Then you got upset when people weren't like. You should have never given it for free. Mm-hmm. A dollar or two here and there. Like, I would have paid a dollar a month for the last, like, decade or two dollars and given it to you. You made it free, and then you try to take see backsies. Yeah. And you're like, we're not getting support like we used to. Never, You never wanted it or never structured it in a good way. And then, like... You gotta. You can't come back out and hate the public that you gave it to, which is what they did. That's unfortunate. That's all right. You know, someone else will come in and step step in and take the torch. Say, as long as Games Workshop keeps releasing these Munitorum field manuals that tell you how many points all the stuff is, and I don't care, they could release one every week. Um, I'm, I've got a, I've got a brain, I've got a pen, I've got paper. I can get it figured out. I've got an Excel spreadsheet. That usually works out pretty well because I can hyperlink it all sorts no, of stuff. No, you are a dumb consumer and you can't use shit other than ha- what they provide. Well, there is some truth to that because I haven't gotten my own miniature line to play with my own rules. So <laughs> <laughs> in the interim, I'm happy to be a goy that's, you know, paying for the plastic. And in, really, the net gain is the friends you make along the way. That's really the net gain. You know, if it wasn't for this monolithic sort of uh you know light for the moths that are drawn into the beast in this case no i'm kidding there's a lot there's a lot of good virtuous things and we have it but no uh to grow artistically and to make good friends doing it heck yeah and to learn how to win and lose well like that's a big part of playing the game so look forward to all that um never mind the shortages and maybe you didn't need that army that badly you know out there if you were chasing whatever it was you know although it does suck you know I do want to want, Feel want for you. make one little tail in announcement. Yeah, we can keep going. No, um, no. Let's, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. I'm, I'm getting hungry. I don't know about you. I am hungry. I'm I withering am, away over here. I need to. I need to revivify. <laughs> I'm running our teams of tournament event. Um, we, I think we talked about it before. Uh, New Year's knockout is what it's called. Yes, New Year's knockout. It's going to be the sixth and seventh. Okay. Of January. Um, that gives a one week break. But, like for prep for LVO. Mm -hmm. LVO will be two weeks after, um, but we'll have a 60-man GT. Whoa. Okay. So I'm making a business. Um, I've already got the venue. We're actually going to have a live streamer. um, I forget his name. Warhammer Games. Okay. He's got like 15,000 subscribers, and he has like the tress work and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, check him out, guys. um, Check this out as well. Yeah. uh, Essentially, two tables... And one could be the top. One is just like, hey, we're going to pick a team and watch their game as well. And he does some some great uh, ad lib work. I'd like to collab with him, see if he'd be willing to do like, hey, you we care got time. Me? Yeah, we should we should sink. See if you um, know, anything we can contribute and help out in any way. Yeah, and I'd like to get some. Um, I'd like to uh, get some swag so we can help um, share our. Uh, Discord, yes, so to speak, the, uh, the Discord from our dark city, yeah, yeah, yeah. cups, t-shirts, things like that. Um, and I have uh, a list of vendors that'll make stuff for us for super cheap. Cool. So, um, got lots of stuff in the works. Squirt guns, 
Call, we'll just twin look a fire squirt and squirt everybody. That would be hilarious. Had a but, bad game, squirt him with some neon twin liquefier gun. But I've Dark already, but Discord I, squirter. but I paid for the venue and uh, I haven't paid for the streamer yet, but I'm going to send him some money here in a little bit. Uh, and then we're going to be selling tickets like hotcakes. Cool. As soon as I get the Facebook page up. Can you reserve me a ticket? I think I'll buy one and go. Yeah. I'm kidding. No, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I'm, I'm going to. I, you, if, need, if, you need if my you help. Play, you need Somebody's got to lift some stuff, right? I need a paint judge. Okay. And I've done, I, have a, I have experience doing that. I, I um, and I have a rubric. So essentially, we have people self judge themselves, which is always just like, uh, I'm the best or I'm the worst. Yeah, or fives. Yeah, it's either or. Like yeah. I'm zero five I'm or amazing, 10. or like I did bare minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, you, you have to have a display board, which is also like why I want to oh, yeah, why okay. I wanted to do it like you're not getting best paint unless you have an awesome display mm-hmm. board like the person that won was one of our guy or was one of our teammates he had like a neon like cyberpunk like castle gothic oh, cool. like neon lighting like uh-huh. smoke machine for his sisters at battle I was like <sighs> if he doesn't win I'm going to be upset All like right. how much stuff he put into that um yeah he and he won which was which was well deserved. Yeah, but only that dethroned that was somebody somehow made their army perform that bit for Revenge of the Nerds at the climax. Like it's just the <laughs> army's like do 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 do. Uh, Clap your hands, everybody! Well, those Ultramarines are really on beat. <laughs> First place, but a what dude, a great board! But you need more than one paint judge. Um, yeah, I'm like, happy to help. Whatever like else you, you think I'd be able to assist with. If Kiefer know. wanted to come in too, I, that would be help. Like you, Kiefer, or maybe Tyler, like just being event junkies and helping out and mm-hmm. like. Like, even though I wasn't, like, there to judge, like, when there was rule questions, like, me and Sean jumped on, like, a complicated one, like, uh... You can tap my Mentat skills. I can go Adeptus Ministratum and start referencing and looking for rules as well. I mean, I know that's going to be a thing. Yeah, it is. I'll be there Uh, to be enhancement talent for the judges that are really doing God's work and keeping their patience and everybody on target and queue, like... Sean's our our mainstream TO. He, like, does, like, a bunch of courses and classes and stuff. Okay. Which is kind of interesting, Ooh, uh, but, can, you, can I get a, put me in touch with that? I'd be interested. In- yeah, and he uh, he'll be kind of our mainstay person, and he's been doing it for a while. Um, but what this allows me to do and us to do as a channel is just like we can start running multiple events, and we can if we run it well. Wait, are we going to be like a platform it? to people for people to play as well as listen? I mean, it could be. I love that idea. Uh, I think I think you're hitting on it. Yeah. All right. Lots of stuff. I mean, and just think like selling shirts and t-shirts and stuff. And yeah, like even if I just sell like five t-shirts to your college players, I, I won yeah. that day, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All five that show up buy a t-shirt. Yes. No. <laughs> Done. Um, lots of cool stuff though. Um, but yeah, paint the gray away. Paint the GW gray away. Sometimes sucks. We all know that. And uh, Eldar are still killing it. They're crushing it. Yeah. All you people on the internet that said Elder suck. No. Read it and weep for now. Wrong. Wrong. Yeah. Go back where you came from. Wrong. And those of you still holding out for the lion, you know, just wait. Little Corvette will swing around the corner and you'll have one right in your pocket. Go, the lion that is. Go check out your roar. local GW store where they have all the products that they release. And oh, uh, sorry, you're reminding me of this. It's like <laughs> we don't actually have a turbo man, but we have is a this is like the next best thing. It's a car that says you may reserve the right to buy a turbo man once we have one. <laughs> so Lionel Johnson's the new turbo man. Somebody needs to paint that or meme that. <laughs> Jingle all the way if, you, if anybody knows that movie. Uh, anyway, 
showing my, my age and my childhood here. All right. Well, this is a good place to land the plane, I think. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. I'm Stuart. I'm Scott. We are the Batch Bros. This is Webway Worldwide, Dark City Discord. Thanks again. Stay classy.